I stumbled upon this article, which I thought was completely crazy. So millions of Americans earning $100,000 are living paycheck to paycheck, according to a survey. And it's like, what? What? Like, look, regardless of where you are located in the country, right? If you're making $100,000 a year and you're living paycheck to paycheck, you need to take a step back and see where your money is going because no one should be living paycheck to paycheck while you're making about $100,000 a year. So more than half of Americans earning a six-figure salary admitted that they were living paycheck to paycheck last year as high inflation slammed households, according to an alarming study released this week. As the end of December, 51% of Americans with $100,000 or more in annual income said they lived paycheck to paycheck, according to the survey conducted by Lending Club and Payments.com. The share rose 9% compared to one year earlier when 42% of six-figure earners made the same admission. Overall, a whopping 64% of U.S. consumers, the equivalent of 166 million Americans, said they were living on razor-thin budgets each month. That was up from 61% or about 9.3 million compared to the previous year's findings. Of the 9.3 million Americans who joined the ranks of monthly struggle, 8 million earned more than $100,000. The effects of inflation are eating into every American's wallet, and as the Fed's efforts to curb inflation drive up the cost of debt, we are seeing near-record numbers of Americans living paycheck to paycheck, said Anuj Nayar, financial health officer at Lending Club. And here's the thing. I completely understand that things are going to get more costly, right? As like an example, dog food for me literally increased by over 50% for the exact same amount of dog food, same brand, right? Now, I stopped buying that because my dog started to like not really eat it. But that same brand of dog food is 50% more expensive now than it was over a year ago, which is crazy. But still, if you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year, you need to be able to create a budget or at the very least track where your money is going. Just be aware of where your money is going so that you could cut back so that you're not living paycheck to paycheck anymore. Like people don't understand, like you could cut back just a little bit and just give you a little bit more cash flow coming in each month, right? For example, let's just say that you're someone who ends up going to Starbucks every single day, right? Like literally every single day. We'll just use that as an example. Average days in a month, 30. So let's just say the average bill price is actually more like eight bucks at Subway or at Starbucks. And you go there like every morning to get a cup of coffee, maybe a bagel, whatever. It's actually more like eight bucks, right? But let's just say five bucks just to give people the benefit of the doubt, even though it's going to be more than that. So five bucks every single day for a month is $150 that is going out just on one meal. meal. That could end up... (laughs) providing you 
a good enough cash flow to where you're not living paycheck to paycheck. You could save for like a thousand, two thousand dollar tiny emergency fund, right? <laughs> like people at the very least need to be aware where their money is going. If you're not gonna create a budget, at the very least just know where it's going so that you can like, oh, okay, I spent too much this month. Let me just take a step back. Okay, I could take a step back on like not buying energy drinks from gas stations as much this month, right? So the effects of inflation are eating, while the number of Americans living paycheck to paycheck is close to the height we saw in the middle of the pandemic, the causes appear to be very different. As the economy is not sheltering in place like it was back in 2020, they are added. Inflation has cooled slightly in recent months, but it still remains a major source of pressure on U.S. households. Overall, prices rose 6.5% in December, while the cost of groceries jumped nearly 12% according to the Consumer Price Index. The services index, which includes housing, transportation, and medical care, rose 7% compared to last year. The share of Americans who said they were having trouble covering their bills jumped to 24% in December, up 2% compared to the same month one year earlier, according to the survey. Ooh, $8.79 for a carton of eggs? Well, one, is like, don't get organic free-range eggs. It's like, you're literally getting the most expensive form of eggs. Let's see, within the six-figure income bracket, 16% said that they were struggling to pay their bills, and despite some improvements in inflation, many Americans are still taking a pessimistic view of the economy. Just four out of ten Americans who admitted living paycheck to paycheck expected their incomes to keep pace with inflation this year. Additionally, 90% said that their pay increases were effectively wiped out by higher prices last year. We can expect more and more Americans of all incomes identifying themselves as living paycheck to paycheck until we see the economy recover. Now you're added. Now more than ever, it is crucial for consumers to examine spending and build a cushion of savings to prepare for the unexpected. And the survey bases findings on respondents from nearly 4,000 U.S. adults between December 8th and December 22nd. Last week, data released by the Commerce Department showed a decline in personal spending in December, a sign that Americans are cutting back on purchases due to the impact of inflation. Americans will be watching closely this week as the Federal Reserve makes a decision on another interest rate hike, and Fed officials have signaled rate hikes will continue until inflation is addressed, despite concerns of a slowing economy. Now, also, here's the thing, too, right? So the main expenses that people typically have are travel expenses, housing expenses, and food expenses. And some of those you can pretty much solve right away, right? The car expense one might not be necessarily a right away thing because most people end up having like a loan on their car, but you could potentially sell your car and get a cheaper one, potentially no longer having a loan on that car anymore, and having your like travel costs drop by a pretty hefty amount, right? Because you're not paying for like a car loan payment that's potentially very high. I think the average car payment now is like 700 something, which is insane to me because 
that's pretty close to potentially buying or leasing like a Lamborghini for like two years, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. Next one is the housing one. The housing one isn't something that you could just change right away. Like if you're renting, like you might be on a contract, it might be just a pain in the butt. But the food one is something that you could definitely cut right away. Now it all depends on how drastic you actually want to do this because a lot of people don't understand this but a lot of people's expenses are actually going out are for going out and i'm just including like food as like part of that because if you like eat fast food daily if you also get groceries if you go out on the weekends for like a bar or like a restaurant with friends or family or whatever, we're easily talking about close to like a thousand dollars a month and just going out slash food bills, right? And the reality is you could just get like those massive packs of ramen, a water bottle, and a multivitamin for like less than 30, 40 bucks a week in terms of like just pure calories for that week slash month, really. You could actually probably buy enough ramen for the whole month in that case. Like, it just depends on what are you willing to cut to save money so that you're not living paycheck to paycheck. And people need to, like, look at themselves in the mirror and be like, hey, I spent... 900 bucks last month on going out or eating out. That's too much. Oh, I spent 200 bucks this week at the grocery store. I bought too much stuff, right? Like people need to like take a step back and like look at it and be like, and just be honest with themselves, right? Just be honest. Like, yeah, I'm kind of overdoing it. Let me take a step back. Let me try to save some money. And so that I'm not having to stress about living paycheck to paycheck because I'm having so much outgo that it's basically getting rid of all the income. (laughs) Let's see some of these comments. I'm so glad I don't have a wife or kids to support. Otherwise, I'd be in the poor house. I never thought things would get this bad. A mask worn under the nose when mandates ended over a year ago sums up the typical... I don't know what that has to do with the food thing. For all of you poor babies struggling to get by on $100,000, I leave you with a few simple suggestions. Stick to an actual budget. Don't have kids unless you can truly afford them. The thing is, like, I wouldn't necessarily agree with that, like, statement. It's like, don't, like, make it where it's, like, a strict plan as to whether or not you're going to have kids or not. It's like, if you have a kid, you have a kid. If you don't have a kid, you don't have a kid. Whatever right? Stop shopping at Whole Foods. I definitely agree with that. (laughs) Eat more Kraft mac and cheese. I actually disagree with that completely. One, Kraft mac and cheese. You don't actually get that much mac and cheese for what you buy. Also, it's not even that cheap. Like, it's literally not that cheap. Like, Kraft mac and cheese can definitely add up. Cancel all of your ski trips. I doubt that they're going on ski trips. Expensive vacations and other worthless life experiences. Work a second part-time job to help boost your income. Tired already? Just remember, you can sleep when you're dead. (laughs) Wow. The thing is, 
I think the biggest issues that a lot of people that a lot of people that are making that type of money I think they're just not paying attention to what they're spending their money on. I think that's their biggest issue. Like for example, they're probably doing Uber Eats. They're probably like you know, like ordering the whole stuff on their phone, right? And they're just not like making like a mental like check mark like, "Oh, I just spent like 30 bucks on like one meal today." That's crazy, you know? Not bragging here, but I literally make a fraction of 100k a year, live simply, and am enjoying myself. These people need to reassess their values. For example, personally, I am debt-free. I have very minimal expenses, so it doesn't really matter to me necessarily if things get a slightly, well, not even just slightly, way more expensive because I don't really have much expenses to begin with. This person says, debt-free, loving it, and he's a military veteran, or she, I don't know. If everybody would stop keeping up with the Jones or Johnsons, they would be better off. Looky here, the new iPhone 15 isn't any better than the 12 we have. The cost on these phones is through the roof. People you don't need in an electric car to save the environment. Look at all the auto manufacturers every four to six years as the model changes, subtle changes, you don't need it. Stop supporting China when you buy at Wally World or Big Box Store. You can't take this stuff to your grave. Buy American. Make your meals at home. It's cheaper. Sit down with your family at the table and enjoy the company. Find out what your kids are doing or not doing. And last all, the fast foods is killing us. Last but not least, it's your spiritual great, if not try church. Interesting comment. Because many are trying to live a lifestyle they can't afford. I periodically volunteer at a food bank, and I can tell you the number of times I saw individuals dry up in higher-value European automobiles with hair, makeup, and nails to match. Oh, Lord, that is some pretty sad stuff. Now, here's the thing, too. Like, it could also be a cultural thing. Like, some cultures, they put, like, a very high importance of looking richer than you actually are or looking better than you're doing than you actually are doing right and some cultures they would prefer to be driving like a like a 50 60,000 car like a Mercedes BMW whatever or Tesla while they're making only like 30 40,000 dollars a year and that's like that could be a cultural thing like i know people in some cultures where they put a high preference on the perception of wealth rather than how wealthy they actually are. It's a very judgmental thing. Let's see. You cannot spend more money than you make and expect to live any other way than paycheck to paycheck. This should be a cautionary tale to anyone regardless of income. Don't spend all your income. Don't you think it is ever going to rain on your life? Save some money for that umbrella. Anyone struggling on $100,000 is doing some things wrong. I agree. Rent is probably the main issue. A lot of people rent went up 200 to $500 per month last year. That's pretty brutal. 
if so <laughs> this person's name is meow 77 <laughs> if someone lucky enough to have a six-figure salary is living paycheck to paycheck they only have themselves to blame cry me a river which by the way great song try really living paycheck to paycheck on a five-figure income First off, depending on where one lives, New York or Kentucky, determines your economic class on whether 100K is a living salary. In New York, one is barely if not below middle class at 100K, especially for a family of four. Secondly, welcome to the okay, whatever. The new road order is never really owning anything and paying rent and bills for as long as you live. Retirement is now a fallacy for the everyman. Let's see. Interesting. So the military veteran. We are six-figure truck drivers. We stay out on the road for 90 days. Life is great. What do I need to be at home for? Nothing. Our major expense is dog food for our two aggressive beagles. <laughs> When someone gets too close to the truck. I'd even tried the dog treats. It tastes like some of the fast food we get on the road. Just kidding. Pet food is outrageous. It's increasing like $5 a week in my state. I gotta say, pet food is just going nuts. How about people making minimum wages, retirees relying on Social Security? You have migrants coming over here and being placed in hotels with TV and free food. Ba-ba-ba-ba... One, don't live beyond your means. Two, don't have two new cars in your driveway. Three, who are you trying to impress? The Jones. And here's the thing. I think people don't even realize just how expensive it can be by having, like, more cars or nicer cars, right? Like, for example, you, like, if you bought a car on a loan and you bought, like, a newer car, about thirty thousand. Well, I guess now the average is like thirty-five thousand to forty thousand dollars for like a new car, which to me is crazy. But let's say that you have that. So you got a car payment that's probably about four hundred, five hundred, maybe even more than that, depending on the interest rate per month, plus car insurance, right? Which is depending on your traffic or car history, driving history, whatever, could be anywhere from like a hundred bucks to like. 600 bucks depending on how bad your driving history actually is not to mention the gas on that vehicle not to mention the maintenance on that vehicle not to mention the wear and tear on that vehicle like we're easily talking about like really over a thousand dollar per month like cost of owning a new car, right? After everything's said and done. That's a lot. That's a lot of cash going out every single month. And now say that you have two of those vehicles. <laughs> like, well, you're going to spend like about almost two grand a month on just owning your vehicles. Like, that's pretty crazy. And I'm going to put this into like another perspective because I have... um a family member who has a friend who 
does a lot of truck driving and they know a lot of guys who end up doing the they're like independent contractors and they end up making a lot of money like they have the potential to make like a hundred grand after tax a year right the problem is a lot of those guys who do end up doing that and are successful at doing that they end up going out and having a brand new brand new extremely expensive truck big old pickup truck and i'm talking more so like the trx's or whatever or the ford raptors brand new i'm talking like 60 70 thousand dollar trucks not to mention so they have that plus they also have the loan on their big rig Right, so we're talking easily like two, three, four thousand dollars per month that they're just literally just tossing out every single month and just their vehicles. Like it's crazy. So it all really depends on what are you spending per month, what are you making per month, how can you cut your costs, how can you increase your income? Because you can only do a few things with money to bring yourself more cash flow. Either spend less money make more money, or do both at the same time. Let's see. Let's see. Don't blame the eggs or produce. It's the American mentality they need to keep up with the Jones and have the Tesla. Buy the largest home. Drink seven buck coffee every day, every hour, which by the way, the reason why I talked about like, you know, coffee drinks or whatever, like (laughs) I have a family member that literally does go to Starbucks every day and they spend eight bucks every single day at Starbucks in the morning, just the morning. That adds up very quickly because it's not including anything else that they spend during that day. Just crazy. Buy prepared food shipped to them. Pay for the high-speed internet that they can't even use with their $400 router that gets Wi-Fi 6E. They have more credit cards than anyone else in the road. They rob Peter to pay Paul. We only make it because we have no children, no animals, and no toys like boats, jet skis, a second home, or school debt. But we do travel first class around the world. I can understand it when you consider federal, state, and local taxes and hidden fees take at least half of the top, possibly more. Let's see. Must say, many of you people are hilarious and pathetic from James R. Signed, a guy who makes 35 k a year, lives on his own, and can still save 20% for retirement. Now, that's pretty impressive. Props to you, James R. But sure, cry more about how oppressed you are making 70 k a year after taxes. I was raised in a family of five, graduated 2005 in New York State, and we never brought in 100k. You go camping, do your shopping at Aldi's, and not have cable for most of your childhood. Which, by the way, like Aldi's, 
Audis is an interesting store. Like I've only been there a few times, but it's it's a very interesting store. You do find some things that are like super cheap there, but then other things aren't that cheap. But you find unique items though. I should probably go to an Audis again. Let's see. Raise your income via promotion or new job and or reduce expenses, including moving to a lower cost of living locale. The math is rather straightforward. I agree. The only problem is most people are not willing to do it. Or two, people are not necessarily willing to be honest with themselves and be like, hey, I have a problem here. How can I help myself get out of it? Which, by the way, if you want to learn how I got out of debt and grew my net worth, go down below. Keep wasting your money paying 2k or more a month in rent. Renting is for suckers. Every time you send your rent to your landlord, always remember he's smiling ear to ear because you're making him rich. The thing is, I don't personally think that renting is for suckers. It really depends on what type of lifestyle do you want, right? If you want basically the freedom that like at any time you could just pretty much leave, renting might be an option for you, right? Because you're not necessarily tied down to a whole property. At the same time, though, you could just buy a really cheap property as like your home base and just leave whenever you want to leave, too. So it just depends on your financial situation, what makes the most sense to you. Do you want to deal with any sort of maintenance or not? You got to factor all that in. Let's see. Just wondered, how do people making under $100,000 a year afford to pay $3,000 to $4,000 a month rent, $750 to $1,000 a week? I know it's expensive to live in New York, but there doesn't seem to be much left over at the end of the month after paying for food, energy, transportation, and normal miscellaneous expenses. Just asking. The thing is... Rent varies a lot in all different places, including New York. You just simply have to choose a place that you can afford. The problem is, what you might afford may not even be safe. <laughs> so, you got to factor that in too. There's always a cost to something. Either less safety, or more convenience, or whatever. There's always some side to it. Let's see. Three hundred eighty thousand dollars won't even buy the quarter of an acre in my neighborhood to build a house on. Our kids can ride their bicycles to elementary school and not have to go through metal detectors. Some of us overpay for housing to not live in crime-infested, Democrat-run neighborhoods. That's a very expensive uh, situation. $380,000 won't even buy a quarter of an acre. I mean, there's a lot of places that you could buy, like, multiple acres for, like, 10 k 20 k Just saying. 
there's other areas that may not be more like in the city-ish or suburb area, more rural, that is cheaper, probably safer, more relaxing. The only problem is it might be much farther away than your job. There's always like a trade-off. Interesting. Audis is great. I don't really know Audis is great. I just think it's a unique store. Feel free to give your thoughts about it. The thing is, personally, in my opinion, if you're making $100,000 regardless of where you live, it's mainly, like in your living paycheck to paycheck, it's mainly due to choices that you are that you did make or are currently making and will continue to make unless you change something and you need to change something. <laughs> 